is the Mr. Chris Hip Hop Podcast, episode number 112. Let's go. Oh, uh, yo, yo, yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Cross your arms, do it real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Cross your arms, do it real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Come on, let's roll to the front. Yo, 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 all things hip-hop dance, resources, ideas, things to work on, and just lots of good dancing. This is episode number 112, like I said, if you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Christopher Zondaflex Tyler, um, and I'll be the host on this episode of the podcast. And uh, shout out to all my dance teachers out there, just wanted to say, what's up, how you doing? Hopefully classes are going well as we enter October. Uh, hopefully you're getting all of your dances ready if you're competing. Um, I know we are. We are definitely uh, been a been a week of of cleaning dances um, and trying to you know trying to inspire at the same time. I will say this though, uh, great week of classes for me. Um, and the one thing that I found in all of the classes, kind of across the board, is number one, I have been in a good place which means a lot. I think when you get to that place as a teacher where you feel grounded, you feel uh, pumped up and excited, it really doesn't matter. Well, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying like the, the specific moves, they're not going to remember that as much as they remember how much you make them feel. You know what I mean? So, um, And that's one thing that we've been having in our classes is just good Energy, good vibes, and I think that you know it starts with me as as being the uh, the lead of the teacher. I think if I can come in with that attitude and not being so stressed about finishing the dances and um, you know all the deadlines that we have, but really just concentrating on creating a, a moment. There was one class in particular yesterday, and I talked about. Um, you know a little bit about the podcast that I did on the MIE, which definitely check that out if you if you haven't heard. So I have a, a, a MIE podcast where it's just you know strictly like motivation, inspiration type vibes, and on there I just kind of share some of the things that I don't get to talk about when I'm talking about moves on this podcast. And I was talking about uh, the whole thing was, was about the lab, which this one will be as well. We're going to break down um, their performance to. Uh, the Missy Elliott jam, work it. Um, so you know that's going to be this one. But that this the other one is called the mindset of a winner, and I talk just about uh, the section of the podcast where they talk about their rehearsals that they have. They talk about you know not being afraid to fail and supporting and encouraging each other, and it just really it did something for me. You know, even as a teacher, because I was like that is the atmosphere I want to create, where it's not necessarily, you know, a, a heavy, depressing, mean-type atmosphere, but it's, it's a place where you can take chances, you can challenge yourself, but at the same time, there's encouragement there and there's growth happening. And, then, and then, you know, I think it, it produces 
dancers who are willing to take chances is what I'm saying. So we talked about that whole vibe, and it was great. I mean, we came up uh, with a whole, you know, list of new things that we want to do in the dance. Uh, and I think especially for the older dancers, it gives them kind of the creative space to um, to operate in their gifts because ultimately you want to pass down your knowledge because you know like the way I learned how to dance somebody passed it down to me they gave it to me it wasn't necessarily like they tried to hoard it all like I'm the teacher and I know everything but they it, it's a giving thing they gave it away to me and so I think same thing you know uh, uh, like even for the popping and the isolation drills I had the students each of them create an eight count. So instead of me just coming, like, let's pop, let's do that. Let's. I wanted to see if they're retaining some of this information. And when it comes to popping and isolating, can you creatively put your body in a different position and still pop and isolate? And um, I was surprised because they did. And I think they surprised themselves. They was like, oh, I did it. I did that. You know what I mean? But that's the beginning of, like, even me, when I learned how to pop and wave and animate, um, it didn't come out of a group of routines it came out of uh you know repeating different moves that i would see other people do and perfecting those moves and then when i got to the point where it's time to do choreography or routines it was like people would ask like the people in my crew like you know can you tut or can you wave all right what if we did this but and then all of a sudden you got five six people waving looking exactly the same why because we all worked on that thing individually. So I just want to really encourage you to, especially for your older students, leave room for that creative expression in your classes um, as you go through. Because, you know, we, we have our format, we have our set, um, but definitely leave it there and, and let them know that they have a voice and they don't have to be afraid to be creative um, there because you, you never know. I mean, you might be raising up the next um you know, hip-hop choreographer in your class. And, what, and that's another thing I noticed about the lab, too. I got follow them on Instagram, and a lot of the kids that are on there, they'll be posting choreo that, that they've come up with. And it's like that, to me, is a, is a greater mission than just saying that I'm, you know, I, I do all the choreography, I'm the teacher. And which, I mean, we do. We have to do because you want to give them direction. But at the same time, just saying, leave some room for that. All right. Um... Enough of my rant on there. But it, it did. It was a great, 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 great week of classes. Still have some more classes left um, throughout the week. And uh, definitely want to keep that vibe going. All right, so episode 112, we're talking about the lab and their performance to work it. Now, I want to say this. Um, whenever you know we go through this podcast, I'm just going to talk about different things that jump out at me. And my main thing is this. Like, when I learned how to dance... There was no social media there. I couldn't rewind things and pause it and, and take notes. And it, so, and it really came from you know dancing against, battling other crews, or watching um, ciphers or, or freestyles go. And all you could do is kind of pass on the knowledge through word of mouth. It's what you thought you saw at the time. So you know they did this, and you know I remember the dude doing a windmill eating a Big Mac. I mean, it was the, I'll never forget that. You know, there's another guy in our group, he had earmuffs on. He did a wave, grabbed the earmuffs, threw it up in the air, dropped down into the splits, caught the earmuffs when it came down and kept dancing. I mean, you know, so, but when you when you hear that, it's like, then it's kind of sparks, a, you know, something creative in you. So that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm not just reviewing these episodes for the sake of reviewing them. 
which, I mean, it, it would be great if I was because these are great performances. But I'm reviewing them, and I'm looking at it, and I'm using that as inspiration uh, to trigger something when I go into class. Like, oh, because, like, like I said, most of the things that you work on, You've already worked on before, but you moved on to something else. So when you see things like on, especially on on dance shows like this, it's good to take advantage of things that you see because they they can become a reminder of things that you need to work on. So first of all, I will say this, um, and I've already used um, one of Missy's songs, but Missy Ellis, if you go back to some of the old albums that she put out, and you know, go get your get your Apple Music account in order, or you can go to YouTube, but yeah, you know, just type in the clean versions of all of them. It's some great beats to dance to for um i mean for everybody it just missy just has this vibe of just this i mean you know everything from pep rally to i mean just all the work it um we did it one the other day the little ones you know it's like when i pull up on the end gossip folks did that one you know so Definitely go back into your Missy catalog, pull some of those joints out. Even if you like, if you like the words, not gonna work for my little little minis. Get the instrumentals and bump those. You know what I mean? Because it's just great hip hop dance music. Um, shouts out to Missy uh, for putting out the quality throughout the years. Matter of fact, we need. I seen somebody on Twitter that was talking about Missy need to come back to so drop another album on us. And, uh, you know, definitely gives the dancers something to move to. So that was the first thing, that the fact that they didn't work it. All right. Um, and then, so I'll, I'll put the link to the performance. This was in the final. Um, so as you know, or some of you might not know, the, this group, the lab, did win the whole thing. Um, shouts out to the lab. Lots of hard work. Like I said, on the MIE podcast, I'll talk about, uh, I have part one recorded. Um, there's part two coming just about the mindset of, of when you're training like that. And kind of the things that you want to see. So definitely, definitely check that out. All right, so let's get into this one. So the first thing, right off the bat, I love, I love, I love the fact that they started off on the ground. Like some of the dancers on the ground, some of them standing up. And they did this whole puppet control vibe on the ground. So good, right? So even for my teachers out there, just, you know, when you're going into your classes this week or next week, thinking about that aspect of it you know like if you were about like thinking about how can i start a dance try some puppet control stuff like when you, you see what they did uh you know they kind of moved and rotated and stuff like that but there's lots of things you can do because i've done a lot of puppet moves where it's like the person on the ground you know the person up top controls the arms you do a wave the person on the ground does a wave and you know moving different body parts lift up one arm lift up the other arm drop it down Turn them around on their back, grab the hands, boom, pick them up, go into choreo. But just using that aspect is good for levels, number one. Uh, another one is good for um, good for the dancer's brain. Like a lot of times you get used to doing choreo or even in a class. You know, I like to bust out some puppet moves or some control moves in a class because it breaks up the monotony of just spread out, look in the mirror, and learn this dance. You know, but we get it. You know, the minute you say there's something magical about grab a partner, when you say find a partner, it just sparks something. Oh, I'm gonna be partners. With, you know what I mean? But but it's great to kind of work in those moves where one person is down low, the other one is up high, and whatever move you're doing, you're controlling the other person. Um, so then, if you go to like the 24 second mark. They did this three-person trick that was super insane and dope, where um, they grabbed the arms. 
and I've talked about this. This trick has been done a lot of times before, but definitely even this trick alone um, is good to work on. You know, you get a group, groups of threes. You grab the arms, um, and they pull the person back, and then they kind of slide back on the floor, and then they, they lift them up. Their legs go up in the air, and then they land on their feet. But on this one, there was two people in front of them doing something. Like, uh, they, they prepped for a backflip. And definitely try that too. You might want to get a mat up underneath so you can present, you know, uh, prevent any injuries. But it's where you connect arms, and you know, dancers are back to back, and you flip them over. So this one they set up for that. So it looked like uh, they were about to do that, and then they stopped. And she was on top of his back, legs, you know, kind of curled up. And then she opened them up, and then they did the move behind them, and they jumped through it. You see this at the uh, where did I say the 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 24 second mark um, and then they jumped over them so that's definitely dope working on just that move alone the three-person trick and also uh, the backflip um, then at the 30 second mark um, they had a little groove eight count that I love um, they did if you look at the 30 second mark they go into this thing where I like to call it the sideways running man where it's like Boom, boom, and they were changing formations on this, so this was a good transition. Sideways running man, they took their arms, the legs kept doing the same thing, where it's like the sideways running man, but the arms went up, down, up, down, almost like an a MC Hammer type vibe. And then they took their body and they went around uh, and did like these, these crump around, you know, circle body movements, like boom, boom, boom. Then they landed, you know, elbows down on knees. Just a big that's a big move, but it's, but it has a groove to it. You know what I mean? Boom, 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 zoom, 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 zoom. Um, so definitely, you know what I mean? Don't not do the big moves, right? Right? You got all these tricks going on, but then this is what I love about the lab. They always have these big moves, and they definitely throw back a lot of the stuff to the old school. So I love that. Um, another, while that was going on, somebody came in the middle, and. Uh, Broke out with a windmill. And when he was doing the windmill, everybody responded to the windmill. Now, I will say this. Definitely take time out when you're structuring your class for your olders. I'm going to say for your juniors, too. You might be able to get away uh, with this with the minis if the minis, if you have something where they're all in together. You might be working on production or, or something where they're all in the room together. If they can see it being done by the olders, at least trying it. Because um, I have, you know... A few dancers that have gotten, um, you know, like like a, a half of a spin, which is something that you can work with, and they and they they get the concept. Um, but definitely working with that, you you can work that. You know, I see a lot of dance teams putting that in there now. It's just a half spin where they rotate, they kick the legs, they land in the push up position. But hey, you know, don't stop working on those just because they don't get a full spin or two spins, um, stay encouraged. You know what I mean? Keep working on that because you never know what clicks. Um, and so the same thing with head spins. You never know when it clicks. Like there's one dancer this week, it just clicks and she get like almost two spins. I'm like, whoa. You know what I mean? So when that happens, it's like we got to put that in the dance, bro. Let's do that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, definitely don't give up on some of the hard tricks, the, the windmills, the head spins. Then we go to the 38-second mark, and they did this cool little reverse spin into a Z. I like to call it the Z sit freeze, where you, you're kind of sitting down 
uh, shouts out to Madison for, for uh, naming that. She was like, oh, the the is that the the Z sit? So you, it's like you're sitting down and your legs make a make a Z. You'll see it. Go to the 38 second mark. But it's cool how they got into it. They did like a reverse spin and dropped right on it. Um, so dope. Definitely. You know, thinking about it, it, it's like I talked about in the other podcast where you take moves like that and you've seen them done before, but it's finding different ways to get into it. And so them doing like that spin and then dropping to the to the Z sit freeze um, is definitely dope. So try it. You know what I mean? Try that. Try try to do it in a ripple. You know what I mean? Like get them get one person to do it and then have them try it. You can put mats down so they won't be afraid to hit their knees, but try a ripple from left to right. Boom, 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 boom. And then, you know, do something cool to get up. They can swing their body around, roll back into a kip-up. Kip-up is another one, too. Don't give up on working on those moves. Like I, I know me, a lot of times I'll get carried away in choreo land and I'll forget we got to come back to working on these tricks because for a lot of dancers, it's the only time they're going to work on it is in your class. I mean, let's just be honest. You, you say, you know, a lot of times, I even send home, I have a, a app called the Remind app. I'll send home tutorials. Like, this is homework. Ain't nobody. And then when they come back, I'm like, how many of y'all worked on the move at home? They ain't trying to work on their move at home, bro. So I'm like, uh, definitely just, you know, block out time. But it breaks up the monotony of doing the same thing every week. Um, so yeah, 38 second mark. That was the the Z sit freeze, and then we go to let's see the 48 second mark. They did this cool thing, um, the monkey flip. So first of all, definitely work on the monkey flip, where it's like a back handspring, but it's like sideways. And we talked about it before in the podcast, but it's like a sideways flip. It's on my Instagram too as well. I think I call it the the Sinaston. Uh But working on the monkey flip. And this was cool. So they did a monkey flip into a split leg. And then there was a person behind them, came up, grabbed the mid-flip. They go into a two-person, like, back-flip thing, like a like a together, boom, boom. Then at the same time, the squad is doing, oh, and this is uh, the Mr. Chris. The Mr. Chris song for the babies in there. They're they doing the uh, break the bat on the knee, right? Uh, but instead of taking the bat, like, holding it, breaking over the knee, their hands are going up and down, like, real big. But it's still the same concept of the contraction of the midsection, bringing that knee up. Breaking the bat at on my knee, I'm breaking it. Uh, so get the song. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Get it. Work on that drill with your babies on there. It's a great big move and something, you know, again, use that as one of your warm-up songs. Um, so monkey flip into the split leg. They grab them, spin them. I mean, super dope into that. And then we go to, let's see, the 58-second mark. And it's like, um, so someone is there after the two-person flip, and they're set up for a head spin. So they do the two-person flip. Somebody's right there at the head spin. Go to the 58-second mark. Check it out. And they got their feet hooked around the neck of the other person. And then they go into this, I like to call it, it looked like a wrestling move, but it's so dope. Uh, they like, she does the spin, but at, when the spin starts, it throws him into a cartwheel, then he goes cartwheel into a back tuck. Insane. Insane. So, again, it's going back to the time for the head spin. I think she did a full spin when she was down there. Uh, but it was like a, it was a, it was falling, like, because she was spinning and throwing him at the same time going down. Um, so it was dope. It was a dope low connection moment. Um, so definitely check that out. And then the 114 mark, they do it again, a monkey flip into a handstand. Now, just 
That combo right there, work on that. Monkey flip and the handstand to stop it, right? Because you do that monkey flip, it's enough momentum going back. But try monkey flip and then stop it into a handstand. Then they start walking on the hand, walking on the hands with the handstand. Legs go open, close, open, close. And the, and the people on the sides responding to it. So when the legs open, they move to the side like, oh, legs closed. You know what I mean? So... But taking the moments to work on those handstands, working on everybody holding it. Um, that's another thing I've been stressing lately is that control, working on that control. Um, so they go legs open, close, and then someone behind them flips back on their feet. Then the two people grab the arms, roll them back. Instead of standing up, they connect with the person behind, and then they start this little wheelbarrow two-person flip. So it's just combining all, again, look at it from 114, I think it goes to, actually 114 to the end, it's super dope. So connecting these things, the handstand, the monkey flip to the handstand, handstands to walking, doing something with your legs, but you know, just variations of, first of all, being able to balance on your hands, right? So that's one, when you do, you know, you roll your mats out, work on the hands, this is for your older kids too, you're working on your, uh, now for the babies, little ones, you're just working on handstands, spot them if you have to, same thing for the juniors, spot them. But definitely want to get them comfortable doing things, like for your advanced ones, doing things while they're in the handstand. Um, and then finally, to end it, uh, they two of the people did a round off back tuck, so this, again, speaks to us about just, uh, working in the tumbling and, and spotting um, in, in class because uh, it's definitely very visual. If you notice, on a lot of these shows, you got to do things that, that's visual. So at least everybody in the class is not going to be able to do it, but at least make room for that creativity to happen and for those skills to be worked on. Um, and then another one... Is uh, so the two people did a roundoff back tuck. Person in the middle did a 540 spin or a 540 kick, but he didn't do the kick with it. Just did the 540 down to the ground. Boom! They all landed the same way at the end. Wow! Super dope. Super dope. So that's the performance would work it. In all of that that we just talked about, let's let's do a recap. Things we could work up. Puppet moves on the ground. Um, working on 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 the trick where two people grab one person by the arm. They come back, it's at the 24 second mark, legs go up, they kind of do like an arch, pick them up in the air and they land on their feet, you can work on that. Um, if you have that already, put somebody in front of it and try to go over them, you know what I mean? Um, that's a dope one. Another thing is the uh, the big groove moves, the sideways running man, uh, the break the bat on the knee. Uh, another thing when you get your mats out, start working on, on the windmill. Um, the Z sit freeze and how to get in it. You know, spin, drop, um, do a do a do a pin drop, spin, and then to the Z sit. You know what I mean? Just working on that. Um, monkey flip, working on that. Um, and what else? Oh, head spins. You know, make some time for that. And then um, handstands. We're going handstands um, and doing things on there with your hands and spending some time. Trying to you know help the kids get their back handsprings, their aerials, their back tucks, and try the 540 spin. If you can't do it, pull up a tutorial how to do the 540 spin. Put it in your class, let them watch it. Somebody's gonna give it a try. Like I, there's three or four people. They, I get out the big fat mat and they'll they'll at least give it a shot. And uh, you never know what week is gonna click. And they're like, got it. You're like, whoa, I'm putting that in my dance. Way to go. So there you go. That's the breakdown of Work It. Oh, and don't forget, check out Missy's. Go just go through the catalog. 
go through her catalog because she's always putting out stuff for the dancers. Um, so definitely check it out. There it is, episode number 112. Thanks so much for tuning in. I tried not to make this a long one, but that's uh, about 23, 24 minutes. Um, but hopefully it's not too long for you. Definitely check it out. Uh, holler at me on social media, my Twitter Instagram, Snapchat is all at Mr. Chris Hip Hop. Check me out on Facebook, Zonda, Z-O-N-D-A, Flex, F-L-E-X. And if you um, have a school, like I have a lot of elementary teachers out there, uh, middle school teachers, and you're looking at doing an assembly this year, holler at me. Send me an email, Chris at Mr. Chris Hip Hop Dance.com. I love to come in and, you know, kind of do a little bit of motivational speaking. Um, encouraging the kids there and teaching a little bit of dance. It, it gets movement going, gets kids moving, something that we all need, you know what I mean, throughout the day because, um, you know, a lot of them don't have the PE in there. So there you go. That's it. That's all I got for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And your boy is out. Oh, uh, yo, yo, yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Come on, now just roll to the front. Roll to the front. Roll to the front. Roll to the front.